tonight on episode 14 of the Penthouse Basements podcast. It's our ultimate, ultimate, ultimate Simpsons episode where we have a Simpsons trivia quiz. We try to fit in as many Simpsons references as we possibly can. Topics also covered include turning 30, frictionless surfaces, the presidents of the United States, and a grab bag where we talk about possible sponsors for the podcast, our favorite candies, and our favorite improv games. All this and more next on episode 14 of the Penthouse Basements podcast. Welcome, everybody. Episode 14 of the Penthouse Basements Podcast Yay! is here. Yay! Made it! Episode 14. <laughs> Even Abby, our mascot, is happy about that. Let's let's go around the table. Who's here today? Dave Johnston. Jeremy Lynch. PJ. And your host, David Lamison. How's everybody doing? Good? Doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Time for fan appreciated and favorited segment, What's Up, Yo? Um... PJ, care to go first? Uh, I would love to go first. I'm 30. Yay! I finally joined the club. The 30 club. Yeah. Uh, Apparently everybody I know is already 30, and so I uh, went ahead and decided to join the club finally. (laughs) Abby's really excited that you turned I know. I'm so happy. (laughs) That's her voice. voice. So how, how has this changed your life? Uh, let's see. So far since I've been 30, I haven't really slept much and I've been working extra hours. So, but that's just because it's test week. So just like episode 12, I can start giving out answers to the test. In the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So your students, well, I guess they, anyone could listen to that. (laughs) Yeah. But the test is tomorrow and this certainly is not coming out by that. You know what I hate about physics tests? All those frictionless surfaces. They do not exist in reality, but they're in every damn physics problem. Uh, have you ever been to the ice skating rink? That's pretty frictionless. Pretty frictionless implies that, yes, there is friction. Now, I'm pretty sure my skates have stopped suddenly on the ice, and I have fallen over many times. Well, I will say one of my favorite segments from Bill Nye the Science Guy show many years ago was he was talking about how excellent friction is, and he was like, Let's watch ballroom dancing on a frictionless surface. And it was just these two people who took one step and fell over and couldn't get back up. <laughs> and it, because there was, there was no friction. There was no friction. Wait, you still couldn't be able to stand up without friction? No. How could you not? Uh, how would you stand up? Um, you'd have to use a series of balances. Like, I feel like you could get on all fours, correct? How? How You can't roll without... You can't roll without friction. Are the dancers new? What do you mean roll? I'm thinking like, even if this table was frictionless, I could go like this, correct? Uh, what would my what are you do? doing with your... <laughs> well, Audio like, pod? Imagine all these are like limbs. Like if I'm pushing on four sides like this and pushing, what, what would happen? Uh, so Would it flip? Like what would... So, no. So the, what would happen? the gentlemen are, Wait, what are would happen? leaving their palm flat on the table, and then they're springing up their fingers sort of Spider-Man style. Right. 
Um, now that the audience has a picture of it in their head, please continue. So if I'm doing when I'm flat like this, and I try to go into push-up position by pushing my arms, or I'll stop. Is that what me and Dave had to delete part of it? I'm just going to throw this out there. Your muscles will not be strong enough to be able to provide the lift that you are looking to do. He's calling you weak. Are you going to take that? <laughs> We're about to have a physics throwdown. Can you quickly explain, so what would be the muscles, like, would be an equivalent, like, object I'd have to be able to lift? The pancreas. I'd have to do a calculation. Uh, <laughs> what, what animal? Uh, a sea cucumber. No, that's fine. We don't even have pancreases. Let, let me pull out the back of the song here. a 14-inch clitoris, I heard, though. <laughs> this is going to be extra credit on tomorrow's test. <laughs> This is Seven it. elephants. My God. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure you couldn't do it. If so, you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> so when are we going to go to that frictionless skating rink? <laughs> Winter's over. It's a ring. It's a frictionless jumping I'm not going to go to a skating rink. What we can do is create... A, a, a giant magnet floor that is north, oh, and then cover and then you know the cover your hands and feet in also north facing magnets, and maybe that'll be fairly close to the idea for friction. That would be that would be that would be pretty close. It will, actually, it'll, 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 we really fine. really need strong magnets. Well, okay, it would be fine. terrifying how they work. if your hands like <laughs> turned over in the slightest, <laughs> how they would be stuck to the floor, <laughs> and you couldn't get up. No, no, no. I'm thinking your whole body would just be covered in like a magnet that is the same as the ground. <laughs> you'd get, so if you flipped, it would still repel. You'd get magnet poisoning off. Oh, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. <laughs> dead <in the> mouth. <laughs> your body would be crushed. So there's, there's, you, there's no scientific evidence for magnet poisoning. <laughs> But none against it. There's also <laughs> very little scientific evidence for magnetic bracelets helping circulation. He didn't say no evidence. <laughs> There's evidence that they do shit. Hockey mushrooms. All right. So 30, we're 30 years old. You're 30 years yeah. old. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> this might be the fastest and we're back <laughs> of any episode. No, I thought that was all wonderful. Especially the part about magnets. No, it's all. We'll keep it in. We'll keep it in. I haven't learned very much. I'm turning 30 in like two months. And Wait, you're not 30 yet? I'm not 30 yet. Thank oh. you for telling me. <laughs> 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 you're not 40 yet? You're not 30 I thought, years I just thought away every, from being 30. You I just thought everybody in this club was older than me. I thought I was a baby. Nope. nope. I have a habit of doing that thing in that everybody is my age when they're they're clearly not. Yeah. I go age blind. What are you going to do for your 30th? Karaoke. Um, we've booked a flight to Miami. Damn it. Wow. That's, I mean, no, that's not fun. karaoke. Mm-hmm. Are you doing karaoke there? I don't think so. Yeah, we can do it here. Got that out of my system. Oh. <laughs> we'll just do that here. And then, <laughs> yay, happy birthday! <laughs> we'll Skype you in to your party. There's going to be beach time and seafood and other Miami things. I've never really spent a lot of time there. Spray tans. Spray tans, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Enough of time. Going to be actual sun. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eighth Street. Ninth Street. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, what's Wait, up, yo? For me, uh, <laughs> I think it is. Uh, what's up, yo? For uh, me, your host is um, recently went to see stand-up comic Jen Kirkman at the Arlington Draft House. Um, really hilarious. Um, she does sort of a uh, improv-based stand-up, 
And uh, I actually mentioned this to Dave a couple weeks ago, but maybe also Jeremy. But um, when I was doing research, because I hadn't really heard of her before I went to the show, looked her up on YouTube, and she does this. Um, she did this thing called set list, which is um, a thing on the Nerdist. You know their podcast. They have a YouTube channel also. Uh, they do this thing with stand-up comics called set list where a comic will go on stage and then um, they'll have like a TV monitor next to them and they'll put a random phrase on the monitor and the comic has to come up with a short 45 second to a minute long stand-up routine on the spot based off of the random phrase. And they have a bunch of them on uh, their YouTube channel. Bob Odenkirk, um, Greg Proops did it, Jen Kirkman... Um, Robin Williams did one, wow. R.I.P. His was pretty funny. Obviously, he's yeah. a funny guy. But um, yeah, check out sh- set list and shit list. <laughs> my, my vocal coach is going to be on my shit list after that. But no, um, check out set list on YouTube. Really funny. Just type it in on the, the search bar. One word set list. Funny stuff. Jeremy. Okay, that was much <laughs> soccer that. Yeah, PJ turning 30. Um, okay, so... turning 30 is a little bit better than a funny video I found. <laughs> I saw this picture of a cute... Oh. Kitten. <laughs> and As I was saying, I saw... Okay, mine is University of Dayton men's team in the NCAA tournament. Bocce ball. Uh, they probably do have the bocce ball tournament, but they... But this is the they basket, this, this basketball. This is basketball, okay. Um, <laughs> they did win a playing game, and then they won their first game. They did not make it to the Sweet 16 again, and I was slightly Ooh. sad, Aww. but it was fun. But oh. the University of Dayton women, they got to the Sweet 16 this year for the first time ever. And they're still and in it. Yeah. They are. Well, okay. By the time this is over, they'll have won everything, so that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> they beat Kentucky at home, seven seed over two Correct. seed. I just want to make it clear. At Kentucky. Sorry, yes, at Kentucky's home. Yeah. Like, they had an advantage, yeah. and therefore won. <laughs> um, and that's pretty exciting. They've yeah. never made it to 16. Yeah. In fact, they made the tournament the last six years straight and hadn't won a game, I think. The women. No, no. Women. They hadn't gotten out of the first week. I think they had won a game. Oh, or two. okay, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Yay, basketball. I was not aware, although it makes complete sense, that there's also a women's basketball March Madness because nobody ever talks about it. And also, yeah, maybe they're not allowed to use the term madness. It's on, like, ESPN 7, I think. <laughs> the women's tournament. I mean, It's I, actually on ESPN 1 and 2. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good. Because the CBS affiliates get oh, that's all their right, yeah. men's games. Well, there's so, so many broadcast hours in the day, and men's basketball isn't available. For Are they on hours earlier? The no, they're on at the same time. They're, they're they? usually on at the same time. Uh, for instance, when Dayton beat Providence, they, Dayton played at 57 <laughs> that night. The women had played at noon that day. Uh, and in case this comes out super fast, March 28th at 2 p.m. Eastern time, you can watch Dayton play Louisville. Good pronunciation. <laughs> I have a lot of family from Louisville, so I've been L-O-L-V. corrected. Yeah, uh, and you can watch Louisville go down just like Kentucky. So, sorry, mom's family. Strong words. Yeah, yeah. yeah suck, suck it, mom. Let's go fast. Let's go fast, ladies. Well, my mother is a 
Yeah, she's a dating fan. So. Ah, nice. I have concluded my WhatsApp. Yeah, good, good one, Jeremy. Good one, Dave. What's up, yo? I finished a Netflix streaming series originally on the History Channel called The Ultimate Guide to the... Uh, and it goes like through... Yes. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> the Ultimate Guide to the Presidents of the Ice Trucking Company. <laughs> yeah! You guys weird. I don't know. I don't know when it actually aired because I never heard of it until it was on Netflix. But a History Channel did actual history going all from <laughs> George Washington all the way to... Washington. I see another thing that I learned. The first president was George Washington. <laughs> and it went all the way up through Obama, although it really just sort of raced through the last five or so presidents because uh, those are still politically sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did they have like a, each episode was a couple presidents? Each episode was a handful of presidents. They did it like periods of time. It's like founding fathers. Mm-hmm. And then the sort of frontiersman presidents and then the Civil War president that sort of thing. So it was in chunks, episodes. There were maybe six episodes or so. But I learned quite a bit. I learned that for many of the first few presidents, uh, they were the Secretary of State of the president before them. So I think John Adams was George Washington's Secretary of State and then um, I should know who the next presidents are. Like, James Thomas Jefferson was somebody else's secretary. Boo! Of State. History Channel, boo! <laughs> I, I do not retain information as well as I used to. Did I mention I'm almost 30? Yeah, I mean, I'm also distracted yet. because a bowl of french fries just appeared on the table. Oh, you can say that about anything. This is an audio podcast. Oh, I flubbed up that uh, word earlier because somebody put a delicious bowl of french fries in front of Perfect. me. Do you have a favorite president after watching this? Hmm. William Henry Harrison. I perhaps maybe maybe Teddy Roosevelt. Mm, he's a badass. He was a badass. Did he get shot during a speech and then he like coughed just for blood and was like, I'm not bleeding. No, it didn't happen. Wrong. No, I'm going to tell you right now, lost all respect for Teddy Roosevelt. Yes, and I'm going to tell you why. I went to the National Portrait Gallery and they had a whole setup of uh, the presidents, like the presidential portraits, really cool setup. And they had a little monitor with like video clips of early presidents and they had a clip of Roosevelt Teddy Roosevelt, he was like hiking in the jungle with like a party of people, and they come up to this little like river, and this little child, couldn't have been like more than 10 or 12, the water comes up to about a little upper, a little bit above the waist of this child, Teddy's in like giant boots, could have been waders, and instead of going through, he gets on the shoulders of the kid, and the kid carries him through the slightly above waist-deep water. That is Teddy Roosevelt. My God, what a job. Wow. <laughs> That's right. I hope it's not too soon, all you Teddy Roosevelt apologists out there that are listening to this podcast. Wait, wait. But did he get shot and did he keep giving a speech? Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. saying that story wasn't yeah, true. No, no. I'm saying. You know, like this, you didn't see him genuflecting a no, like, not, it was a not true motion, but it is true. Right, no, that happened, but what also happened was the video clip that I saw of mm. him pansying out of walking across a mildly deep river. <laughs> How do you know it wasn't offensive if he didn't do that? 
That's bullshit. Probably is. <laughs> now, there were several presidents who got shot, but if I remember correctly, the reason that he survived that particular shooting was because he was uh, long-winded, and he had his long-ass several-page speech mm. folded in half, tucked into his breast pocket, and that slowed down the bullet quite a bit. Wow. Huh. Uh, I have very, very bad cold memory, but there, I learned a lot of interesting details about all the presidents. I was, cool. I was like James cool. K. Polk. He was Why? my favorite because he ran on a platform of, I will do these four things. He became president. He did four things. And he's like, I have done my service to my country and then retired. Which <laughs> he, he, he didn't run for re-election. No. <clears throat> that did happen for a while. The president would be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to run for re-election. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's the last president that's done that? Mm. Done what? James K. Polk. No. <laughs> At least LBJ did that. Everyone's favorite president. <laughs> well, he ran once, didn't he? I mean, he and then he didn't run again. He didn't, he didn't win, though. Did he win? Well, he didn't run. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. He ran. Did he run after like, he, the next election? He replaced um, JFK after yeah. he died. Finished out that. Got elected, and after that, he's like, I'm not running again. Okay. That's what I thought. FDR was elected four times. Like a boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, hey, let's stop. The only stop. thing about the presidents that I know is the song on The Simpsons. That we are the mediocre presidents. <laughs> won't find our faces on dollars or our cents. There's Taylor, there's Tyler, there's Fillmore, and there's Hayes. There's William Henry Harrison. I died in 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just noticing that's a list of, like, three of the presidents from Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. We're here. Now we got to pay them royalty. <laughs> All right. What's up, yo? Thank you, gentlemen. That was very stirring. Now, next up, don't really have anything in particular uh, planned for this podcast. Do you have a question? Oh, no. I was just saying I don't want the rest of those fries. Okay. What do you mean the rest of those fries? <laughs> gone from. Uh, don't really have anything planned, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to do a little grab bag. Uh, just a bunch of random questions I wrote down to ask the panel. Um, that sounds prepared to me. And we will go through them. So, gentlemen, first question in the grab bag. Um, okay, we're, we're going to we're not selling out here. We're selling in. The Penthouse Basements Podcast has been approached by a sponsor to sponsor the podcast. Who do you guys think would be the perfect sponsor for us? Whoever gives us the most money. <laughs> I think either I think Squarespace, Audible, or I feel like those are the two that sponsor every podcast. So I was thinking a little more outside the box. Like, like what if like Trojan or something? <laughs> When I think of the Penthouse Basements podcast, I think of unprotected dicks. Because <laughs> they're letting these slogan. dicks all talk and no one's wrapping them up. Trojan. That is a good slogan. <laughs> McDonald's, I mean. Uh, let's see. Geico sponsors a lot of things. Especially in this area. Especially yeah. in this area. They serve all the. Well, they originally served nothing but federal employees. And they're funny. We're funny. Makes yeah. sense. Mm. Maybe we can get the Geico on. The Geico? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Geico. 
I didn't realize I was gonna kill Dave. <laughs> Dave. That's what happens when you turn thirty. Start <laughs> mixing up your geckos and your geckos. <laughs> I thought his name was like Geico. You said that in like the most the straightest face. <laughs> Maybe we can get the Geico. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I was serious, but I also thought it was like his name was Geico. Geico? But I Geico. did say the. Yeah. It wouldn't be like the Fred. Maybe we could get the Fred on here. It'd be Fred. Maybe we could get the Nike. Geico the Geico. <laughs> I have the diarrhea. <laughs> Putting the in front of everything. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna get X Lax an hour with Penthouse. <laughs> Penthouse okay. Basement's podcast. It goes out smooth <laughs> into your ears. <laughs> um I like that what if someone just gave us an absurd amount of money? I feel like anybody. Well, it's, well, that's the thing. Is, like, what like, if, like, is this equal amount? Everyone's like, we want to sponsor you, but they're all putting the same amount on the table. Yeah, nobody okay. is so like. We can like choose. Like anyway. Donald Trump isn't like, I want you to. I want to sponsor your podcast. Is that a good from Boston? Not a good. Hey, I want to sponsor your podcast. Your fans. I am rough. Being a DC-based podcast, being sponsored by a politician would be interesting. Look about that guy that just got kicked out for really terrible spending of taxpayers' money. He should sponsor us. Aaron Shock. Yeah. He doesn't have any money. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Shocking that he sponsored us. What we need is a company that, that sort of just has the same attitude that, that improv does, which is we're just making this up as we go along. Cards Against Humanity. Mm, yeah. Actually, that does sound like that'd be a good thing. They sponsor one of my favorite <clears throat> podcasts, and they have the best ads. It's it's often it's like this podcast is brought to you by Cards Against Humanity. They ask us not to read an ad and just tell you to have a nice day. Perfect. I'm sold. I feel like yeah. I think they would. Are they are they good. DC Metro based? No, I don't no, think so. They just came out with the DC Metro version of Cards Against Humanity. And what so, a better way to promote it yeah. than on our incredibly popular podcast? Yeah. So, so maybe. Maybe Some, one of our three listeners is one of those Maybe guys. a homeless man that is living outside of their D.C. building I is listening to this podcast. I, I don't think they have any building. I think it's just a bunch of guys who are like, hey. Maybe. Purple Monkey Dishwasher. I thought I read that it was these guys that just would write random shit down. Danny told me that. She makes shut up. Didn't they <laughs> actually mail people turds as a Black Friday promotion? That sounds. That's uh, they do. They I read parts of an island. <clears throat> they did sell parts of an island. Danny has a part of it. She owns part of that island. <laughs> Have you been there? No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Worst timeshare ever. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it's like this much, like uh, a handful. You got a handful of islands. All right. So, cards against humanity. If you're listening, penthouse basements. We want your money. You. We're not We're selling out. We're selling in. Selling in. Okay, next topic on the grab bag. Um, Easter's coming up. Mm-hmm. Thought it would be a good time to go around the table. Favorite candy. Dave, favorite candy. Candy or Easter candy? I think we'll go all candy. Damn it. I love... Gummy, I love sour. <laughs> I have the no, gummy. I have no tea. <laughs> so, is this Dave or Old Man Twenty Fourteen? 
Same. Like a good sarsaparilla. Sometimes he's the same man. <laughs> so yeah, sour gummy things. Like Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids are amazing, yes. Oh, Zowers. Love the Zowers. Zowers? Have you never sour. had Zowers? No. It's by Mike and Ike, but they're sour. Oh. And they're hard to find, but they're ridiculously addictive. That may be my favorite candy. I think I have had that because I think you had some brought. They were here. You brought them somewhere, and I tried one. So I'm good. pretty sure that was you. So good. Yeah, because you went to a store and bought some for Jeff, right? Like you went and specifically found like sour Mike and Ike's because you couldn't find them anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that, I made that up. That may be true. Okay. Right. What is happening? Side note, if I could quickly splurge, not related to candy, but that motion reminds me of this guy, Dan D'Antonio. When he's thinking, it looks like he's conducting. It's like he's counting in his head, but he goes like this. Both so hands he's like, in the air. Yeah. Like, he's like this, and it's like, I feel like he's like... <laughs> Both hands in the air at head level, and they're sort of like going back and forth. Like, you're shaking a large baby in front of you. That's not how you conduct. No, but this is what you were doing. You were doing it just like this. That, that was the motion with the two hands on the side of his head that inspired Jeremy to refer to Dan D'Antonio. Dan Dan I don't so nice. know who that is. Twice. But then he was just sort of conducting with one hand like a, a music, musical conductor. And I'm going to prohibit you from here on out from using the words like this in an audio podcast. <laughs> I indicated that he was pointing and then, well, I don't know, listen to it. Like manja manja, like an Italian grandma. And now you're doing it too. <laughs> no, no, but I, I said, you know. Everybody knows what that emotion is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Put on his accent and the people don't know what he's doing the house. Manja Manja sounds like a Jumanji ripoff board game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go play Manja Manja. I couldn't afford Jumanji. Jeremy, favorite candy. Okay, if we're doing all candy, I'll say Milky Way. I think it's a solid candy bar. It's good. I'm not huge on the nuts and Snickers, and I love caramel. I love chocolate. It's got a great combination of everything. If I was going to go with Easter candy, Cadbury cream eggs, you can only have, like, one because you can feel the cavities forming. Like, it's so sweet, it hurts. <laughs> or, better yet, like, the marshmallow chocolate-covered eggs. I love those. Mm. I, they're, like, addictive. I could just eat, like, a... The marshmallow on the inside and chocolate on the outside? Yep. I don't know that I've eaten those. Sounds like a chocolate-covered cheap. Mm-hmm. Except peeps suck. Because they taste like... But you can joust them in a microwave. That is fun, but you're not eating them. Well, you didn't say favorite candy for eating. You did just say favorite candy. <laughs> favorite candy to look at. Go. <laughs> My sister would, She. that's why she would like peeps. You take two peeps, you put like a toothpick in them. You put them in the microwave facing each other, and then you turn it on, and then they expand, and then eventually one of the toothpicks kind of pokes and deflates the other one. And that was the winner. So it's a good. This is before Nintendo. A nice, a nice white trash way to settle a bet or something. <laughs> How do we settle this? Beef joust. I choose blue. Damn it. Okay, Milky Way though. That's what I'll say. PJ, favorite candy. That's a real. That's a really tough question because I mostly don't eat candy mm. uh, or desserts for the mat. That. You eat so poorly, you don't eat desserts. Yeah, I, I feel like my diet's doing just fine without all the desserts thrown in. You are very svelte. But, uh, I don't know what that word means, but okay. Thin. Very thin, yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, there was a time when... mutual admiration society for each other. Manji We're learning so much in today's podcast. <laughs> there was a time when... 
Reese's peanut butter cups were really good. Mm. Uh, but I feel like I always preferred the Reese's pieces. I feel like they made the ratio better than the cups. I actually, I am with you. Those are, those are a delicious candy. Have you seen the Butterfinger is coming out with its own <clears throat> peanut butter cup? Okay. In an effort to compete with Reese's, as you pronounce it. Butterfinger peanut butter cups. Is it not Reese's? Is it Reese's? I thought it was Reese's. Yeah. Reese's pieces. I think it be, can be pronounced both ways. I, 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 I <clears throat> hearing you say that, I'm pretty sure it is Reese's, and I've always said Reese's. Reese's pieces. Yeah. It rhymes. But I thought that's why it was Reese's pieces, so it to fit with that. But it might have been actually. Reese's. It's a it's a monkey. Reese's monkey. Maybe that's just how Donald Trump pronounces it. <laughs> You know what candy I like is the Reese's of Pieces. <laughs> Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump as an Italian. <laughs> hey, you're fired, all right? Now get out of here. <laughs> that was a New York Italian. What I'll say is um, Reese's Pieces are very good. Um, uh, peanut butter M&M's, I feel like, mm-hmm. have taken the baton from... Cause I don't like peanut butters. Yeah, there is there. I don't know if you've had had those. Yet. They're very good. I have, and I, I I think it's just a strictly speaking brand loyalty mm-hmm. at this point. Just like, like yeah, yeah, I don't care that Qdoba offers more options. Chipotle is always the best burrito. Mm-hmm. The carnitas are better though. The quality is pretty Chipotle. I mean, the quality is perfect at Chipotle. Can I make that my favorite candy, Chipotle? <laughs> 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 yes, Jeremy's changed his name. It's Chipotle, I swear. It's a sour cream. But I, I will say that the last candy I had was Nerds. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so, and I feel like they at least need to be honorably mentioned in this. Those, Those are candy. delicious. Yeah. They're very good. Um, I would go, um, if we're talking Easter, I'd go Peanut M&M's. But we're not talking Easter. No. So I would go Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. I would buy bags of them and eat them at the movies. Um, they're just very good. You buy them at the movies, you fool. <laughs> you well, buy the like, incredible markup. <laughs> well, no, I mean, when I go to the movies, I'm not like walking you. by a movie theater and like, oh, a movie theater. <laughs> I'm going to get some, better get some Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> do you know if you can do that? Because there are times I walk by a movie theater and the popcorn smells so good. And I yeah. want to go to the ticket guy and just be like, look. I know you sell this for way more than it's worth, but I, I need to have that popcorn right now. Can I, you just let me past here so I can buy popcorn. I promise I won't sneak in a movie. You'll still make enough money even if I did, but I just need that popcorn. <laughs> you can <laughs> escort me up there. Yeah. And I want it with extra butter. Yeah. I didn't bother doing air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the inflection implied it. <laughs> I ruined a pair of pants with uh, popcorn butter. <laughs> You what? I ruined a pair of pants with popcorn butter. I think repaired. <laughs> what? There's wow. a hole. Ah, oh, don't worry. The thick grease from this popcorn will fix it right up. Uh, I asked the person for as much as you can legally put on there. Legal? <laughs> and the container, they, they're like, oh, the last person who did this. Uh, it leaked through the bottom. <laughs> so let me give you this cardboard tray to put underneath it to protect you. And so I was seeing the movie uh, Django Unchained. Is that Django, Django, Django Unchained. Yeah, it was really good. Perfect but I was just like movie. chowing down on popcorn the whole time, just enjoying it, enjoying it. Movie ends, light comes up, and I notice the dark brown popcorn container is now super dark brown and greasy. Oh. And my entire lap was just (laughs) (laughs) including like going all the way down around to the back of my legs. (laughs) 
and there was still like a pool of butter in the well, fake butter in the bottom of this thing. Oh my god! So you look like you wet yourself all the way home. Uh, well, it's an intense film. I, <laughs> I tied a sweatshirt around my waist to conceal this fact, but I did have to walk through an Indianapolis mall. Like, oh, he didn't pee himself. He's just a weird. So yeah, butter crotch, man. How much butter? Air quotes. Were they legally allowed to put in there? A lot. <laughs> I like, they just like, like if, it, if it was a bag, just imagine your standard bag of popcorn Listen, from the movie theater. Imagine. Standard bag. Standard yeah. bag. Like a large bag. A large bag. Normal yeah. everyday bag. I would bag. say about if you filled it, put, took the amount of butter on my popcorn and put it into an empty bag, it would have filled about a quarter of it. Dear God. <laughs> they, they like put a little scoop in, just like put a bunch of butter in. Put more popcorn in, put a bunch of butter in, put more popcorn in. Just also, it was eggs. the pump kind of butter. Yeah, it was the pump butter. Because if it was that's the right. button kind, that's I right. was going to ask you how long did they press the button. <laughs> yeah. I can't press it any longer, Captain. <laughs> finger hurts. She's like overflowing. <laughs> like checking her Facebook while she's pressing the button. <laughs> I think she just gives you a container no. full of butter and puts like one complimentary piece of popcorn in it. I do want to give props to the Indianapolis movie theater where I saw Django Unchained. I apologize. I don't know the one because I've ordered that specific type of popcorn at numerous theaters. And that is the only one that has provided me adequate amounts of butter on my popcorn. Wait, so what do the other ones say when you're like, give me all the butter? <laughs> they, they just go over and just kind of go like pump, pump or like poke for like two seconds and then call it a day. They don't even bother layering. That, when you get a large popcorn, you have to put some in and then apply butter on a layer and then put more in and apply a plug. That's how, that's a smart yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Or you order a small soda, but instead of soda, <laughs> butter. <laughs> I want a small butter. That drink container is meant to be watertight, or yeah. it's oil tight. Yeah. <laughs> so. If it's watertight, it better be oil tight. <laughs> So maybe you just do that, and then with a straw, you just take a little sip of butter every you know, oh, half a little bit. Oh, butter. God. Yeah, that's disgusting. That sounds awesome. Yeah. What you did is fine. <laughs> I will say there are movie theaters that allow you to apply your own butter, and they will lose money on me when I buy popcorn. You're just like, uh, I'm putting my mouth under the fake butter thing and just funneling it in. Reason <laughs> on the juice. Good job, Jeremy. <laughs> this, is, this is why I don't even... Desserts. Because of butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was, that was a great discussion, yeah. gentlemen. Thank you. Gosh. Next question on the grab bag. We are an improv club. We're not just what? a bunch of drunks that get together every week and report a, record a podcast. Yes. Been drinking. Favorite improv game? Oh. Um, Jeremy, start us off. Favorite... We're doing short form games like the type you would see on Whose Line Is It Anyway? But not necessarily something that they have done on whose line is it anyway? One of two games. I'll say elimination. Explain or, the rules for elimination for the list. Okay, elimination. You have a group of X number of people, usually four. Mm-hmm. They perform a scene, and each consecutive scene is done removing one of the actors. The remaining actors then have to fill in for the missing character or characters. Till eventually you have one person left doing all four characters. That is a very that is a very good game. I like it because it uh, just oh, it's just ridiculous. Like just like you have someone running around. I feel like I do win a lot or lose depending on look at it. And uh, whose line? I've won that one a few times. <laughs> um, 
whose line I like because you have audience participation. You can get some of the zaniest lines possible. And mm-hmm. I love scenes where you have to justify everything. Whose line is top three for me to have to I love it. It's just wonderful. Or paper pills, if you will. Paper pills. You could D12 to sponsor this podcast. Then purple pills. I'm going to do paper pills. D12. What is D12? The, what do they do? I I take there a band. Oh, Eminem is in there. We don't want any. We don't want Eminem involved in this podcast. It's a musical, musical group. <laughs> it, yeah, well, they're a rap group. I mean, Eminem uh, helped them briefly. Well, if Eminem, if Eminem is no longer involved, then we will take their sponsorship. But we don't want any involvement with Eminem. He's a dirty homophobe. Okay. Wow. And, and, and okay. So, whose line and elimination? Yes. Dave. Phone. I love a couple of games. I would say um, I love Family Secrets. Mm. Explain the rules. We bring up an a, a unsuspecting member of the studio audience. At gunpoint. At gunpoint. We sit them down. <laughs> and we ask them to tell us a bit about three member, two members of their family. And uh, two improvisers are uh, selected to be those members of the family. The third improviser is that audience member. And then we have those improvisers act out a scene from that audience member's family's life. So it can be Thanksgiving dinner, and the audience member will approve or reject every line that the improvisers say until we get a, an accurate portrayal of this family life. Very good job explaining that. Thank you. Some people are tripped up when they try to explain that game. Um, but, but also... Some people uh, But uh, also... Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> so tripped up. Um, the other one, we haven't done it in a little while, and the name is escaping me. It's the one where you've got the interview of two people in chairs, and there's two people standing behind them. Oh, visual interpreter. Visual interpreter, yes. So it's like a, a PBS interview, very, you know, quiet and dignified. Uh, two imp- an interviewer and uh, an interviewee, both seated, and then behind each of them, are a pair of guys who um, are supposed to be interpreting for the hearing impaired, but they don't actually know sign language. So they're just sort of making up, like, That guy from from the speech was at, yeah, African country or something. Yeah, although his looked more like sign language. We have to do that game at at our next show. That's a very good game. Love that. Okay. So those are my two. Good choices. PJ. So, uh, my favorite probably growing up in my improv career was, we always called it What Really Happened, but it's kind of like telephone charades, where uh, the game telephone that you play as kids is you whisper to your friend a sentence, and it's like, Mrs. Crabapple's smelly, and then as it gets past the front, it ends up being Mrs. Crabapple's smelly purple monkey dishwasher, because (laughs) people mishear along the way. Uh, I believe the actual quote was, teachers are going on strike. Uh, Purple monkey dishwasher. Skater doesn't think the teachers have the guts to go on strike. Purple monkey dishwasher. Uh, I was really excited, by the way, building up your thing, the day I learned how to say purple monkey dishwasher in sign language. (laughs) But I won't do it, because it's an audio podcast. Yeah! (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, it's fine. purple. So, uh, it's the same idea, except for instead of communicating with your voice, you communicate with charades. So you act out a scene for another person who then watches what happens, writes a story in their mind of what happened, and then acts it out for the next person. And then at the end, 
the last person to see a scene describes what happened, and then the next person describes. It takes way too long to really do in many shows. It takes like 20 minutes to do. Wow. Uh, but I find the reward of it to be well worth it. Uh, Maybe we can find a way to, to cut that down to a shorter game and mm-hmm. still make it work, because that sounds like a lot of fun. It is. And so the first time I played it was with a large group of people, like 20 of us or so. What? Uh, 20? Well, no, we didn't have 20 people all out. Oh, I was like, well, I like, don't We had a group that. of 20 people uh, together. <laughs> or I think it was 24, but uh, there was three of us who did it, and the scene was like we were the high school hockey team, maybe it was even the Mighty Ducks, we got to the world championship, flew to Australia, but our car broke down because of a flat tire, and then a dingo came and helped us out. Uh, and then, so this was acted out, and then acted out, and it became so many different things. My sign language interpreter has provided the story for the, rest of the table. I appreciate He's that. He's signing to the audio podcast. Yeah. David is visually interpreting. Uh, no, I was actually just trying to get Dave to go and get some uh, three pencils for us for later, and I forgot to do that for when we do Final Jeopardy. Final okay. question oh, okay. for later. Okay. Sorry about I that. I can do that. <laughs> that does actually sound familiar. Yeah. yeah. That, so that is Sorry, probably... PJ. No, it's okay. Sorry. Uh, that is probably my favorite game, but as far as games where we actually would play in a show kind of thing, I think I really enjoy the game Moving People, mm, uh, which is a game yeah. where the improvisers are not allowed to move, and audience members have to adjust uh, the person's body as if they were a marionette uh, to act out Without the strings. Without strings. And so uh, I feel like that is the game that I have consistently performed the best in. And so I think that suits my skill set as far as improvising goes. I also love that game. Probably my favorite. Really? Yeah. Well, take that. It's mine now. Oh! <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, it can be joint. Can it be joint? Nope. Favorite? Nope. Claim it. As host, you should have made yourself go first if yeah, you wanted it. Big mistake. That's all right. It'll it'll be it'll have to be number two. <laughs> I like moving people. <laughs> it's the exact same game. Grooving people. <laughs> I like smells like Teen Spirit. Um, oh gosh. I also like. Uh, Questionable impressions. We don't ever oh play questions God. only anymore because Nick always wins whenever we do it, and so we got sick of playing it. Uh, so we should only ever do it when Nick's not around. Nick so because he's like really good at it. <laughs> it's hard to do questions. I do get good at that game. I don't know. Can you keep asking questions? I have no idea. <laughs> Why do you always confuse me? Isn't it your fault that you can't comprehend? Okay, we'll stop. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I, I'm, I'm of the personal belief that you shouldn't be able to just invert a declarative sentence and make it into a question with an up inflection. That's in like my wait, what? So, like when you said, "Is it da 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 da?" You were making a statement. It is your fault, but you said, "Is it your fault?" You are. Well, is it not your fault? I feel like that was fine because I feel like people would say that in real life. Oh, here we go. This we'll cover this more thoroughly in our grammar podcast. <laughs> uh, other favorite game is, and it's escaping me, um, you know the one I like. Three of us, uh, we get a, a suggestion for a movie title, song lyric, and then we have 30 seconds, the three improvisers. Oh, Game-O-Matic. Game-O-Matic, oh, yeah. That's like, probably my number one game. It's so good, I forgot the title. Uh, but yeah, that that's probably number one. 
for me. I like, and I, I've never, and they don't do that game on Who's Line. I never heard of that game until Dave. You yeah, used to play Dave, that. Yeah, that was one um, that we did back in college, and I don't think you finished explaining it. So we get a suggestion yeah. from the audience. And then the no, improvisers have about 30 seconds to come up with the rules for the brand new improv game called whatever the audience yeah, is. Take my breath us. away. Yeah, like whatever it is. Yeah. And so then uh, the audience votes on which of the three ideas they like best, and we perform that improv game right on the spot. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, that's a really awesome game. I think game that requires an unbiased host. Oh, some scandal from our last show. Yeah. Jeremy told the, Jeremy was hosting that game and he told the audience which of the three ideas he liked best before they voted. And And then they voted for a different one and he still chose the one he liked best. (laughs) I thought it was a tie. And now, Jeremy, your bed of lies has deflated. Because it was an air mattress of lies. lies. An air mattress of lies. That's my favorite air mattress. (laughs) I do lie on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've gone over our favorite improv games. Uh, I think it's time. We're going to do the Penthouse Basement's uh, Super Duper Trivia Quiz is coming back. Uh, First one, we chose to do uh, beer. Um, Ridiculous. Jeremy barely won against Nick. Barely won. Barely won. (laughs) Jeremy, who makes beer. Nick, who only drinks it recreationally. Nick almost defeated the beer maker, Jeremy. Is that that a name, a beer maker? Is there like a scientific term for it? Brewer? (laughs) (laughs) Infotainment here on the (laughs) (laughs) You know, like a beer maker guy. It's like a play with songs. What is that called? A musical. Speaking of beer and musicals, go on. There was just uh, a recent uh, mission done by Improv Everywhere on the theme of improv, mm-hmm. which is a New York-based group. But they did in a beer hall a performance of Beer the Musical, where a guy went up to the bar and was broke into song about how he couldn't decide, and then. People from around joined in, and they did a whole, like, thing. And then after they finished their four-minute song, they just went back to doing their thing. Nice. They were all immediately kicked out. Yeah. It was in conjunction with the beer makers of New York. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was very well done. So they found their sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. What are you taking so long for, Cards Against Humanity? Yeah. Yeah, sponsors. Well, first they have to hear about this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have an email from Cards Against Humanity. They're yeah. listening in right now. Don't say our name ever again. <laughs> All right. I, I understood there was going to be trivia. Yes. We're doing Simpsons trivia. Ooh, Ooh Simpsons. And so what's going to happen is I'm going to ask, I'm going to go around the table uh, I guess we'll do uh, we'll do the same format that we did last time, where I'll I'll take the questions in order. I'll go Dave first, uh, then Jeremy, then PJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, no stealing of answers, mm-hmm. none of that. Um, and then our final question will be like Final Jeopardy, where you'll have to write your answers and you'll and wager uh, cash. What if uh, we you don't see this? We have paper. What but that's only for the read? last. That's only for the last. Well, I was thinking, question. what if we so all we need had no. question one and wrote it down, and then you just no, no, no. Right. no. I feel like that's what I would. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed we can't steal. Because no if you steal. ask Dave a question, I would have crushed Nick. And I think you I should make remember. me go last because I am going to kick ass. Oh, Dave has thrown down the gauntlet. Okay, so but these first answers are oral. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. As opposed to anal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me tell this to your ass. Okay, so these are like... I'm just looking at this quiz. They are extremely easy. Oh, oh well, does that mean going to be really? But I, no, I, can, I don't know. I'm going to pick and choose which ones because they're okay. PJ, we're going to start with you. Oh. Question number one for three points: Who founded the Simpsons' hometown of Springfield? Is this the one you're starting with? It's clearly Jebediah Springfield. That's correct. Three points. Three points for PJ. I would have forgotten that for a moment. Yeah, I'll keep score. Pressure's on. I'm going to get something easier on. Jeremy. P. Jeremy. (laughs) Do not be on me. One, two, three points for PJ. Okay, next question. Jeremy, Mm -hmm. how old is Bart? Oh. How old is Bart Simpson? I'm trying to remember, is he in fourth grade? So he's probably... <laughs> Carry the one. <laughs> I'm going to say ten. Final answer? Yes. That is correct! Right. He's ten years old, Jeremy. Good job. Because the thing is, I was going to say nine. I was like, no. He's double digits, and I feel like I remember saying ten years old. Oh, man, that was harder than I thought. <laughs> okay. Next question for Dave... Ooh. Dave's question's only worth one point, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's so amazed balls. Let me look here. Oh, okay. Here's a good one for you, Dave. Oh, I'm, literally, all the other ones are like, well, who runs the Quickie Mart? Like, oh, that, wow. like, literally, okay. like, so I'm, like, scanning through, like, the, when I get to the first non-easy question. Okay. What nationality were the people who bought the power plant from Mr. Burns? Oh, Zeva German. That is correct. That is absolutely Man. correct. Very good. Dude. We come That's from the land of chocolate. <laughs> the land <laughs> of chocolate. <laughs> I'm sorry, we were talking about chocolate. Is that about <laughs> ten minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> PJ. Yes. Who provided the voice for Poochie in the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie show? Homer. That is correct. That is correct. I thought the German. I think I see how this game is going to play out. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to throw this out there while David finds another question. (laughs) Fun fact: Voice of Bart Simpson, Nancy Cartwright, was able to break a uh, guard at Buckingham Palace. Really? Yeah, she told that on her interview in Fresh Air. Uh, and she then stabbed then, him. Yeah. He was immediately killed. You don't mean break in half. She made him like crack up with laughter. Make laugh. Um, How did she make laugh? As she told the story. She was like doing the normal goofy things, like ha. Ah. And then she was like, "Are you a fan of The Simpsons?" And she said she saw him blink, so she knew she had him. So she said, "I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you?" And obviously, Bart Simpson voice. And apparently, he started laughing. Nice, nice. He is fired. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, next question. Yes. What did Bart name his pet elephant? Stampy. Final answer? Yes. 
That's correct. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, that song. That one I feel like was not. That was up there with the Germans. <laughs> Final answer is a registered trademark of ABC <laughs> Television. Well, they didn't sue us the last time I stole it. Yeah, from but them he said final answer. <laughs> uh, this is recorded. They could go back and find out if he did say that or not. Uh, he slurred every word he said. <laughs> is that your final answer? Hopefully these are going to get much harder, though. I thought the elephant one was easy, right? Dave, next question. What is Marge's maiden name? That's an easy one. That is so easy. <laughs> Movie <laughs> That is correct, Dave. I should just award you three points on merit. Dave. I don't think I would have gotten the German ones. Here, all right. So <laughs> this is something I haven't told many people, but from, like, age 13 to age 26... I ran a daily Simpsons Trivia Yahoo group <laughs> called Simpsons Trivia Madness. <laughs> Damn. And it was awesome. <laughs> all right. And I had much harder questions. Yeah. We all shone at the nerds. Okay, we're we're get we're getting to the harder we're getting to the harder ones here. We're getting to the harder be. ones. PJ, how long was Lisa banned from the Springfield History Museum? Wow. That is an episode I have not seen. Uh, oh, wait, that was before that. season 15, which is when you said you stopped watching. That was oh. the one with the... Well, I don't want to give you hints, because I think yeah. I'm... Is that the one with uh, the... Three seconds. Uh, three seconds? Ah, ah, for all of natural history. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> Wait, hot. Can we at least see if Dave knows? Well, yeah, I think you're, it's your turn next, isn't it? No, but this isn't steel. I'm just wondering if you. Oh, know. yes. Because I'm not sure. I know. I, I think know. it was like three days or three weeks. Or no. Something. Uh, Is that the one with the tongue? Can I give the long the answer? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You and your children <laughs> and your children's children. For three months. <laughs> three months. Three months. That's correct. Three months. Who's the voice of that? Uh, I, I had the three right, so I was I was getting somewhere. The voice of that was someone I think who I recognize. Donald Sutherland, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> father of Kiefer Sutherland, who's named after a cow. <laughs> oh, that is the episode where they expose um, his Jebediah, Jebediah Springfield. Springfield. Yes. The okay, yes. I remember that one now. That was one of the last good ones. I have seen that episode. You are correct. Uh-huh. All right, Jeremy. Another yes. three points for me. <laughs> what is Sideshow Bob's middle name? Oh, my God. We are getting down to the nitty gritty here. So many middle name questions. I don't know. I'm going to say Melvin. Final answer. <laughs> yes. That is absolutely wrong. The, uh, Dave? Uh, I believe it's... Wait. All right. So his first name is Robert, and his last name is Terwilliger. That, yep. Uh, actually, I don't think I know his name. Oh! Alan. That's wrong. <laughs> he seems so confident. Underdunk. Underdunk. Underdunk? Yes. I think Melvin's much better. So I feel good to know that Dave also would, wasn't getting that. Uh, Robert Underdunk. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. Dave. Yes. Which famous person does Marge love to paint? Oh, I dang it. I could answer that <laughs> one. Ringo Starr. Oh, that's correct. I mean, I guess I, it's always easy when you know it. Three, 
Okay, PJ, next question. Uh, what is the name of the first Simpsons episode aired in the United States? Uh, the first? Gosh. Is this like a trick question versus like, was it another one aired? I doubt it. Because uh, the first episode aired in the United States. Oh, because is it from the Tracy Ullman show or is it from like? No, this is an actual episode. Okay, because I think it's uh, it's the Christmas episode where they find Santa's little helper, and we're looking for the actual title. title. Yeah, so uh, is it Racing Dog? I don't know. Santa's little helper. Final answer. No, Santa's little elf. Final answer. Yes. That's incorrect. <laughs> Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Is, uh, is that the same yeah. episode? That was the I first one? That was the title of the first episode. What, what was it? The one where they got Sam yeah. the Helper for oh, Christmas? Wow. I, think I, I didn't think that was the first one. Yeah. That was the first episode. Shows what I did. Jeremy, who sold a defective monorail system to Springfield? Oh, God. Conan O'Brien wrote this episode. It's one of my favorite yeah. episodes. I don't remember the guy's name. The Lizard Jub Jub. <laughs> and he wrote the episode where Homer goes to college, which is amazing. Curly? Straight. Curly? Straight. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name, so the stupid monorail. Mono meaning one, and rail meaning rail. <laughs> Any questions? I can quote things. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that has... <laughs> I might be able to get his first name. I don't know if I can get his first I'm going to go Melvin. I have just, someone here who can just help. Melvin. Is it Batman? <laughs> no, he's a scientist. Batman's a scientist. It's not Batman. <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, Jay, do you know the answer? Uh, yes. Uh, can I guess the first name? Sure. Lyle? Lyle Landley. Yes. Uh, the name's Langley. Lyle Langley. That's Langley the, or Landley? Landley. It's Landley. Yeah, that's the beginning of the song that he sang. Okay, I, I yeah, still okay. don't remember it. Monorail. I'm sticking it. Monorail. Careful, we'll have to pay more royalties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Wait for the beginning of... For singing. <laughs> for all these songs that we're using, these copyrighted song songs. That's the monorail song from that episode of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. I thought it kind of sounded like Thus Spoke the Zarathustra, which I think would not be copyrighted. Boom! Well, the whole Did episode the was a monorail in that song? No, but the tune wouldn't be copyrighted. Oh, okay. The whole episode is a parody of The Music Man, which is a good musical. Um, you know too much! Makeup's super hard to do. <laughs> 13 years, boy. <laughs> All right, Dave. What is the name of the real the realty firm Homer and Marge used to buy their house? I don't have any. Wow. <laughs> I, I have nowhere to go on that. I bet Gil works there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, it'll be a good old house. <laughs> I, I could really use a sale. Oh, man, then I'll be able to buy pants. <laughs> That company, when Marge went to work for a real estate firm, was Red Blazer Realty. Um, but I don't believe that's the one that they bought their house at roughly 10 years earlier. Um, that one I don't know. But I would say Red Blazer Realty just because that's the only one I know. She wrote one. Final answer? Yes. That is incorrect. It is the Stinking Fish Realty Company. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Uh, okay. Um, the name's so bad, it's got to be good. Dave is, Dave is in the lead, nine. To six. six. He's got nine points, and PJ and Jamie are tied for second with six points apiece. Okay. 
Next question for you, PJ. Who did Marge go to her high school prom with? Oh, I can definitely picture oh the guy. Oh, my God, I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, oh, gosh, he's got the glasses, and he's kind of got the money. It's like, uh, uh, wow, I think I just described my life. <laughs> <laughs> bingo, bingo! Me? Uh, that is correct. No, because... Uh, Broke the strap of her dress, and Homer tied it up with a flower, and it was cute. And, and, uh, uh, Dan Dan, no. Um, <laughs> Names are nice, they used it twice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Three seconds. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just trying to stall. Uh, I'm going to go with Turkey Hill. Final answer? <laughs> That is not right. The answer, you know it, Dave. I I know his letter. Should I know one? Of, the letter is a Z. Voiced by John Lovitz. Yes, voiced by John Lovitz on several different occasions. Artie Ziff. Damn it, Z Corp. The thing is, I have the Simpsons game on my phone. I've just recently unlocked that character, and I was like, "Why haven't I been looking at it?" Well, like, this wasn't for me. Otherwise, I'd have been aware of that. Yeah. Well, I did not get Artie Ziff. I'm sorry, world. Jeremy, where did Homer get the idea for his new name, Max Power? From a hairdryer. Final answer. That's correct. Oh! That's correct. <laughs> oh, no, I'm in last. Max Power? That's a cool name. I saw it on a hairdryer. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that. It's also because it does sound like an awesome name. You're like, <laughs> uh, Dave, who was Millhouse's first girlfriend's name? Um, let's see. It was the, the episode. It was uh, was that? Let's see. Jessica Lovejoy was Bart's girlfriend. Millhouse's girlfriend was. Hmm. I, I I don't remember. If it's not Lisa Simpson, I don't know. I'm kind of confused, because I feel like it would be Lisa since it's one of the like, time travel ones, and he finally gets a girlfriend. I can't remember. No, he had a girlfriend briefly. Was he, like, cool briefly in an episode, and then he got a girlfriend or something? Everything's coming up, Millhouse. <laughs> Waiters. Yes. I got nothing. Samantha Stanky. That's her name. Right. Samantha Owner Stanky. of Stanky Fish Realty? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this will be the last time around, and then we'll do the final the final well, Jeopardy. I better get this one right. Well, I'll, I'll, make the, too. I'll make the final question, you know, worth an appropriate amount of points. Oh, it's not we get to wager how much we have? Well, we could do it like that. Yeah, we'll do it like that. Although Dave could just wager everything and... And lose. <laughs> yeah. I'm counting on him being overly confident. Thank you very much. Okay, PJ, what is the name of the country and western singer that Homer managed? Uh, Lurleen Lumpkin. That is correct. Oh, country singer. I heard yeah. just what was the country he managed. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing that song in the shower the other day. Well, I actually don't. I would not have What was her name again? Lurleen Lumpkin. Yeah, yeah, she was I don't understand you, the daddy. Jeremy, who was the plow king? Wasn't that Barney? I thought Barney Gumble was a plow king. Yeah, I go with that. Final answer. Yeah, it's correct. Okay, it's like, it's like I used that in class. 
torque balances because he's driving up the mountain and he like starts going on the end and he turns his radio dial to balance the torque and bring him back. <laughs> and I, it started with a clip where uh, like Homer's like, oh, it looks safe, and then there's a mountain goat that just like slips and falls down the mountain. So graceful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is the name of groundskeeper Willie's mortal enemy? Dave. Mortal enemy? Smart weather. Yeah. <laughs> Lousy smart weather. Mortal enemy. I would say... If it, I would say Bart Simpson, but that's too easy. But that's uh, all that I can think of right now. So I'll say Bart Simpson. Final I think answer. That's my final answer. Jeremy's got another answer. I, I thought it was either it was like leaves or some animal or something inanimate, I thought. It says here is Seamus. His name is S C like S E A M U S. Yeah, Seamus, yeah. So okay. I, I've not seen that episode. Okay, so we're at the final question. PJ has nine, Jeremy has twelve. <gasps> And Dave has not. Taking the lead. So, what have we decided? We're going to... Decided that I'm bad at names. (laughs) I'm betting it all on nine. So, we're doing the... um, Well, clearly, I need to bet We're we're doing the everything. Where we... I have submitted my bet to our fearless host. We're we're betting. We're not... um, Going to a lot like a lot well, of David questions, goes like through these questions. On, I will like say, much, yeah, share uh, some Simpsons memories while I come up with that. I was at a trivia night in St. Louis many moons ago with two of my good friends, <laughs> Brett and Sarah, who are Simpsons trivia god and goddesses, goddess, I guess. Uh, and we aced the round except for one question, which really bothered us because the question was. Who is the only character regularly drawn with five fingers? And we weren't able to come up with it. You might have told this to me, but I have again. Yes. I would like to go to Dave first, because I certainly haven't told him this. The only character regularly, regularly. regularly drawn with five fingers, because we ended up answering Bart because he had the scene where he imagines himself with five fingers. But regularly drawn with five fingers. Well, regularly drawn would imply that it's a recurring character. Uh, mm. It's not any member of the family. It must be somebody whose uh, whose fingers are prominently featured. Uh, I definitely, yeah, I can think about it. I'm like, I know I'm right. I, you know what? I will say, Bleeding Gums Murphy. Oh, that would be an excellent answer, but incorrect. No. Is it God? It is God. Um, is it you're saying it's like, of course, the only sense of fingers. It is a recurring character where you prominent. Yeah, I think I did. And I should have gotten. So then the other question that I was very impressed that was able to be answered was how many pets have the Simpson had? This question is surprisingly difficult because they had, well, yeah, Santa's little helper stampy. Does that count as a pet? Yeah. They had how many cats? Snowball, like four. That's at least snowball four, but so that's up to six. And then Bart had the two lizards uh, that ate the birds. Yeah, and they had the Border Collie, briefly. Uh, and then they also had uh, Lisa's Pony. 
They had the helper monkey. Yes. Helper monkey. They had the the number is something I forget the number. Forgive me. As like twenty seven. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it's like forever. To come. It's, it, it's Wait, a, you guys got that? Somebody, somebody got that? Yeah. Like wow. it was just like oh yeah. I know these things. Okay, I found a question. All right, final. Do you have our bets like organized appropriately, like associated with each of us? Because uh, wait a minute, the folded one's Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I wrote I nine on mine, so okay, that one's <laughs> a secret bet, and that's PJ. Okay, here's the question. Write your answers after I say. The question is. I just lost it. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god, I don't oh my god. answer this question. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Why did Homer get sent to a mental institution? Why did Homer get sent to a mental institution? Mental? Yeah. David's writing something. David's writing something. <laughs> Shit. I'm uh, sure that Dave knows this one. Mental institution. I remember the episode. I'm just trying to remember. Hmm. Don't want to sing the Jeopardy theme because we would get sued. Probably, I just want to say, <laughs> just I grew, I, when, meter. when I I, I grew up watching The Simpsons, like it would be on my local Fox station. Like when I would get home from school, mm-hmm. it would be on for there would be three episodes on, and they would always show you know like the classic season. So like rather than dating, I was like watching The Simpsons. <laughs> So I, I I haven't watched a full episode like of any of the newer seasons. Like I haven't watched any of those. But like you know, I used to watch it religiously all the time. So I mean, everybody, well, most everybody, has stopped watching years ago. But I have continued, and I think it's a big hit overseas. And some of the current episodes are hilarious. Not all I of them. Start getting back into it. But like the, I watched a recent, some of a recent Halloween episode. And it wasn't as, like, you were seeing, like, Flanders get blown away with a shotgun, and, like, you don't see, like, they can, like, die in the, like, it's the one episode where they they don't go by cannon. And so you're getting, like, you, you, dad, you killed the zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. (laughs) 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 That's probably my favorite episode, that Halloween special. It may have been the first episode of this season. Um, that was supposed to be a Halloween episode, but something happened. And um, anyway, they, you know, as you recall from the very first uh, Halloween episode where they get abducted by the aliens, Kang and Kodos. Well, in this recent episode, it's like an entire half hour of they actually get abducted by Kang and Kodos and they actually go all the way to their home planet. It was I, a really good episode. Don't blame me. I voted Kodos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we will start with... PJ, you had nine points. The question was, why did Homer get sent to a mental institution? What is your answer? Well, this is not my answer, but I added the note, he met Michael Jackson there, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. But my actual answer is just insanity plea. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. Your wager... Nine. nine points. I tricked you I only bet seven. I've just been telling you I bet nine. <laughs> okay, Dave. Why did Homer get sent to the mental institution? He wore a pink shirt to work. Oh, that God. is absolutely oh, correct. Yes. That is correct. And you wagered oh, eight points. 
That Cross means you've seven. got 17. Jeremy. I wrote down what are dill pickles. <laughs> <laughs> what are dill pickles? No one knows. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember. Oh my god! It's because he wore a pink shirt to work oh, so because Bart put his hat in the wash. Oh my gosh! And you wagered seven. seven. So the king of Simpsons trivia, Is Dave Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, is the guy who ran his. Yahoo Trivia Fan Club. <laughs> Doing them proud. And I would like to thank uh, SimpsonsCrazy.com for providing these trivia questions for us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, you're the best dudes. Yeah. Or dudettes. Um, okay. You should sponsor our podcast. <laughs> we have 400 sponsors. They're, they're a Simpsons fan group. They don't have any money. <laughs> Believe um, me, I know. Here's a coupon. Okay, before we go, I want to give our spiel about um, where you can find us. Jeremy, where can the lovely people find the penthouse? Basement. Well, if you go to Facebook, you can find our Facebook page specifically with updates and more at the Penthouse Basements. I believe you just searched that. Don't search Penthouse Basement, the folk singer. <laughs> the old blues. <laughs> um, we also have a Twitter account that we never use, but it does exist, which I think is at the PB or something like at that. PB, PB underscore, underscore improv. improv. There we go. We use it so much, I remember it. Um, and it can be seen around the D.C. area at places like... Just walking around. Just really? walking. <laughs> We're the ones without pants. Uh, We've YouTube. got a show coming up, don't we? Yeah, we yeah. have YouTube. Actually, I will be loading videos... By the time this podcast comes out, there will have been some recently new videos. Yeah. Uh, we'll have this podcast coming out. We have a show coming up on May 18th, which will actually we enunciate that May 18th a little better? May 18th. Yes. More details More details on our Facebook page. Is that pretty good? Yeah, but that's good. Could I offer a thank you to all the people that we have used copyright information, and thank you for not suing us. <laughs> yes. I would also like to thank our uh, reviewer on iTunes, Compchi. <laughs> Wait, someone reviewed us? I'm a little bit disappointed this five-star review has not been uh, read. It, it was not me. I didn't see this one. This no. must be a new one. Oh, my God. Oh, as soon as we're done here, we have to read it. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. Next week, we got to save it She has been waiting this entire podcast. She has. To hear her How name. do you know it's a she? Because I know who it is. Oh, is it your mom? <laughs> no, it is not my mother. No. no, it is not a student. Is it me? No. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's the Geico. <laughs> the Geico. Guy. Actually, do you know who should actually sponsor us? Who? The nice self-help woman who comes up when you iTunes search Penthouse Basements Podcast. Oh, send your relationship from the basement to the penthouse. Her. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Right, well, someone she seems like a very nice lady. Wait, so you know this person? Yeah, she's did my you, aunt. Did you tell her Aww. anything? No. no, I just told her about the podcast, and she provided a review because okay. we made a promise yes. to read reviews on the air. So before we go, we're going to okay. read this five-star review because I promise. Conchie. I promise that we're going to read every five-star review. And reveal them, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to say, PJ, why don't you call more often? Love the podcast. <laughs> yeah, have you read the comment? Uh, I, I, I think I did. Wait, how do you find us on? Because my computer can't search. But <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Should have done this beforehand. Well, no. while he's doing that, anything else? So that's how you find us. Yeah. Uh, stuff coming up. Stuff coming up, yeah. Um, so... Do you guys like uh, peanut butter? <laughs> yeah. 
Transform your relationships from basement to penthouse. That's that's why we get that one. Uh, that's not the comment. The comment. <laughs> okay. For the record, even though the, co- the comment is entitled PJ, this was definitely not written by me. Right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, my God. Yes. I will listen as long as PJ rules. <laughs> a five-star review by Comp Chi. Thank you very much for the five-star review. And listeners, if you give us a five-star review on iTunes, we will read it on the podcast. Even if it says you're all a sack of shit. Like yes, <laughs> because they still have to give us a five-star review. It's <laughs> true. I will read it. I hate this podcast so much, but I wanted it to be said on the air. Yeah. Bring down the U.S. government, five stars. <laughs> Anything like that, we'll do it. What if it's racial slurs? Well, then we won't do that. Well, okay. how about we would do it, but then when we edit it, I'll put in bleeps. The, I don't trust you. <laughs> the political reviews of that hypothetical commenter as, as spoken by David Lomas and do not represent the penthouse basements yes. or any, any of its members, affiliates, uh, or subsidiaries. I agree with that assessment. All right. Uh, episode 14 in the books uh, of the Penthouse Basements podcast. I have been here with... PJ. Jeremy. Dave. And your host, David Lomason. Thanks for listening and sayonara. Yeah.